You're listening to another episode of the upcoming Cosmic Code pre-podcast. We are here tonight with Brian Casella. We get into it strong. He is known for his sharpness, lifestyle that's above and beyond what most dare to dream of, and super achieved in all directions. You live the dream, Brian. For you, it's normal. For anybody who witnesses it from the outside, as it's so often been said, success leaves clues. Being around you, you radiate more of the success mindset in simple ways than anybody. So my first question is, I often have heard you, especially more recently, stating how it's important to keep it simple, to simplify all those great aspects of having the mindset that it takes, but you have the ability to really state it very simply and also approach it very simply. Tell us more about that, Brian. Absolutely, Vince. First, thank you for having me. What an honor. I know it's going to be a phenomenal event, and I'm super excited for it. Uh, You know, uh, when I started my journey, Vince, um, that was one of the, the first teachings I got. And, you know, we obviously in common both know Anthony Robbins. He taught that. And I saw this recurring theme from many people who were successful. And they said we have the tendency when we're new or when we try to conquer a new land or, or, or new skill or new activity that we want to study somebody, study the material, and we tend to overanalyze it and now create this 1,000-step program that's going to get us to the top to be a multimillionaire and get all the girls and do this and that. And people get to a point of literally oversaturating their senses and themselves. Then they look at this plan that they put in front of themselves that now seems like Mount Everest, and they're like, oh, man, I'm never going to get to the top. And one thing that I learned very quickly was, okay, you know, to get up the 1,000 steps or that 10-day trek to get to the top of Mount Everest, it starts with one step, then the second, then the third. So the way I did it, and I was taught, and I teach people, is we chunk things down to a very simple fashion and say, okay, today, right now, in the morning, at night, whenever I'm starting, what's one thing I can do right now to start this journey and better myself in this, or learn this skill, or get better at pickup, whatever it is. What's one thing I can do now to get started? Because... I notice when people start to finally get into motion and action, the next action comes easier and the next action comes easier. So it's all about getting started. And I know if we can get that person to take that first step, the second and third become easier and easier. A common pitfall is that of assuming that the gap between the first opportunity to take a step and now is greater. How does one become more aware of the possibility of progress in the here and the now? Well, I think uh, many people, Vince, uh, they, they put too much pressure on themselves, and you know, they may look at somebody like yourself or some of our co- colleagues at this event, uh, at, at their trade, at their skills, and they see too big of a gap between them and the speaker but they forget that we once were in their shoes. And uh, additionally to that, once somebody starts taking action, 
I think people also fail to take measure and stock of where they're currently at, right? We have somebody who maybe is, is getting new into a business, right? And let's say in the world of finances, right? People on average are very bad at managing their money and just understanding money and how to manage it and how to move it, how to grow it. And they will start studying a billionaire like Dan Pena or somebody like that. And, and now they see how they move with money and how they talk about it. And again, it seems too far away. They need to understand, hey, I'm learning from this individual. He's well advanced, but it's okay. I'm starting with my $10 a month, my $100 a month, my $1,000 a month. I need to learn how to first manage what I have currently. Then, once I can do that consistently for a month or two, now I'm learning, I'm putting this into practice, and even though that person I'm studying in this, in this example of money has way more than me and they manage it, I'm still applying those same basic principles to what I currently have right now. And it's allowing me now to grow, get better, and when I start making more money, now I'm prepared for it. So I think it really is about people taking what they're learning from these speakers and applying it to where they're at now. Then they'll see the progress. Instead of looking at where they're at now and looking at one of the presenters or somebody they're learning from and saying, whoa, what they're doing is so advanced, I can't do that. And it's easy, I think, to be a little overly extreme in our thinking. So there's those who are unaware of all the ways in which progress can be made. And on the other hand, there's those who are overly thinking about all the progress they should make and feel a little empty-handed, not realizing that throughout the course of any given day, we complete and achieve a lot of things, and the proper mindset is already there oftentimes. Otherwise, we would not even be able to get dressed to manifest the meal. So I'm a big believer that the solution is already there. It's the awareness uh, that is needed. I'm saying that because... I detect and suspect okay, that for you, Brian, you had an initial really, really powerful, healthy, superior combination of hunger for more with a more solid foundation of an awareness of you being capable. Am I correct? 100%, Vince, yes. Because we see to... Simplify again before I pass it back to you. We see a lot of guys who are aware that they want to change. They want it real bad, but their core attitude is, I'm not capable. And you see those who are unaware of how much more is available, and they're all cocky and complacent in the now. So how could you, because you're mm. such a, a superior, fine example of, of that, which will lead me to my next question also about your vibe, which is so pleasant and appealing to be around. But how can the guys make headways to understand that you got to feel totally capable and resolve that you will get it no matter what, and then start your journey to do whatever you can to improve and get it. So what's your formula? Absolutely. For Great question, Vince. You know, when I think of that, one of the first pitfalls I think that most people run into, regardless of, you know, which end they're at, either feeling a little bit too cocky and like they're ahead or feeling incapable or lacking, I think what many people do, especially in the beginning stages, is there's this tendency, especially now in the world of 2019 where we have social media everywhere and YouTube and 
all these celebrities, you know, Hollywood and Vine and the people that live in your building, and they're in this constant, like, jockeying for position, comparing themselves to the next person. So we find the person who has low self-esteem or thinks low of themselves, maybe in their peer group, everybody else is slightly ahead of them, so they feel behind. And then we have the other guy that you mentioned who maybe in his peer group, he's a little bit ahead, so he has that false sense of confidence. And I realized, and I fell into this a little bit in the beginning, and I put myself back on course very quickly, was I said, you know what, I need to focus on where I'm learning from, my information, my teachers and mentors who are guiding me, and myself and my path. I cannot veer from that. I cannot sit here and compare myself to the next person. And I made this mistake when I started in real estate because I had other people that were new that started with me. And there was two other people uh, that started with me around the same age as me. Uh, we were all young and hungry. And I noticed that initially they were getting results a little bit faster than me. And that's where I made that mistake. I started comparing my efforts to theirs and saying, mm. becoming a victim, you know, becoming a victim, saying, why are they getting results? I'm working so much harder. And I realized very quickly that was a complete waste of energy and time and focus. And I said, you know what? I'm just going to go back, look at my path, and keep going because I know that the tools that were given to me, the information, the knowledge, the actions, you know, success leaves clues. I'm modeling myself after the successful people. I know it's going to work because I put my faith in them. They're my teachers, and I learn from them, and that's all I need. They walked this path and made it. I can do it too. And if I kept my eyes on the prize instead of on other people and where they're at, that's really what helped me. And I realized along the path that some people get it a little bit quicker than others. Some people it takes them three months to have a breakthrough. Some people it takes them a week. Some people it takes them a year. But really, it's the one who stays on the path the longest that wins. And with that, it was the biggest shift and eye-opening situation for me because I realized that my downfall at that moment temporarily was comparing myself too much to other people instead of paying attention to myself and my path. Mm. You provide right now, you know, all of us, all of us, if we come from a place of thorough honesty, there's not a single day where we are not dealing with a multitude of things. There's the recognition of all the great things that are currently happening. There's the mission of the next level. And there's a couple of things also that need to be tweaked. So by simply listening right now, I'm getting a tremendous amount of empowerment, resolve, and value. I know that a pitfall also is if a person for quite a bit of time has been under the impression that it's not there, it's missing, something is off, they kind of carry that blueprint and in the present of truly potent wisdom, they may miss out on it. So what recommendations would you have? Because Brian, what I'm simply saying right now is that if let's say I was not the one conducting this interview today, and suddenly, as I often do, I click on one of your videos and I hear those answers, right there, it would bring some resolve for the matters of my own life. And if I was starting today, and I had the consciousness and the awareness that I have now, but I didn't have the position that I have, hearing what I hear, that would be sufficient to really make some serious headways. But I see many under the impression that it's somewhere out there, and if we consistently 
carry that false impression of it's not there, it's not there. We could be in the presence of it and not recognize it. So how can we help the guys expedite to know that, hey, hey, uh, whatever caused you to listen to this tonight, you hear Brian, you hear me. Uh, if it was a financial matter, if it was a health matter, if it was even a pickup and a seduction matter, you hear and embrace what you just heard right there. You're well on your way. Yeah, it's a great observation and question, Vince, because, you know, I see this too. You know, I see this constantly, especially in my field, or particularly, you know, the business world and real estate. And, you know, many things come to mind when you're bringing this up. And, and one of them is, is this, you know, when I would listen to somebody, you know, on stage, you know, even you, Arash, uh, anybody else that I listen to, or, or any speaker that I hear, any book that I'm reading, any video that I'm watching, in that moment, especially for somebody who I looked for, and I said, okay, this person may have the answer. I let curiosity and possibility enter my mind, and I say, I'm going to listen to this person for the next 10, 15, 20 minutes, hour, whatever it is, and I'm going to put my trust in them because if I'm coming to this individual, this podcast or this video about this subject, obviously they have something. They've gotten to where they're at because of some reason they got them there. They have something. They have a key, right? And I know I can get it from them. It might be the smallest nugget. It might be a word that I hear. It might be a sentence. It might be a new belief or philosophy on a certain subject that I need to hear that's going to give me a new perspective. And I tune in. And I put full faith in that moment that I may get something and that I owe the attention to them. Part of it may also be open-mindedness. You know, I'm not walking around saying I have all the answers. I'm always willing to learn. But I know those answers are already within me, and I just need to find the counterpoint that's going to give me access to it and allow me to see it. Because I forget where I heard this from. Maybe it was you or Rush. And they said, you know, when you see something and the light bulb goes off or you hear something, even if you doubt it, but it resonates with you that whatever that character trait is, whatever that information is, it was already there. You just finally spotted it. You finally got the awareness to hear it. And I think a lot of times, like you said, these individuals hear it, but there's some sort of internal resistance because they don't have the open-mindedness to be able to take that, that datum they just got, that nugget, that knowledge, and say, you know what? That could be the answer. Let me try it out. And from that point of curiosity, I've always been open to listen and take something and try it out. And it's almost like a, a little kid, like when we were playing with our toys or we're putting on our, our imaginary lab coats and experimenting and creating new formulas. It was just this state of being a kid and using my imagination and trying new things. And that's really what has led me to be able to listen to people, take new information, and apply it at a high level. And along the way, I've made mistakes. I've fallen down. I've scraped my knees, scraped my elbows. But I know that when I'm doing that, I'm making progress and I'm moving forward versus sitting there idle in my seat like many people are doing today. Mm. You are genuinely superb at that, Brian, and to witness it from the outside is very refreshing, it's very inspiring, and it also demonstrates divine order, meaning every result has a recipe, so it's no wonder you are who you are. Now, you talked about open-mindedness, and for me, I, I witness from you, whenever we gather, and we've gathered under many settings, you know. We've gathered where you showed up with your super hot car for a music video. We have gathered uh, at a five-star location partying. We've gathered also uh, for a movie. 
And no matter what it is, or for you teaching, or this, or that, I have consulted with you with matters of uh, business, you know, I... I always have the fantasy because I've lived that project Hollywood to, to top that. And uh, so I often ask you questions about that. No matter what the direction is, you have that beautiful open-mindedness and a vibe that is very, very appealing, very rich in a way where it would be so easy for one or two things for most people. Either there is the type that will specialize but kind of come short and locking when it's outside of their comfort zone. Or uh, the person who overall lacks, you know, vibing and being open. You, your, the broadness of the spectrum of your vibe. More recently, I remember we ran into each other. It was kind of planned by other people who were there, but I didn't know you were going to be there. Suddenly I turned around, we're at the Rainbow uh, Bar and Grill, which I don't know that you would select that venue to be, but suddenly there you are and, and you're doing it. And you're doing it in style, always vibing. So I know I'm a little abstract with trying to condense the core of this, which for you, you are you, but from the outside, it's very, very, very uncommon. Personally, this is something I have witnessed strongly from AZD and, and from you. Outside of that, it starts to shrink a little bit. Outside of your area of specialty and so on, most tend to, to not demonstrate such a beautiful vibe. Let's put it this way. You started with sports, and you are a phenomenal good sport, above and beyond, which makes it super appealing to be around you, super easy to deal with you, and automatically a gravitation. So what is your take on that? Thank you for that, Vince. Uh, you know, I think a lot of that has to do with just my, my willingness in the beginning, especially when I made the transition from being a high-level athlete to now entering the business world and it being uncharted territory, we can say. Um, you know, I realized very quickly that all growth – all progress, all realizations, anything that was going to move me closer to this ultimate goal of what I wanted to do and who I wanted to become would be me constantly on a daily basis putting myself in positions that would make me a little bit uncomfortable and push me just beyond my, my comfort zone, just to my limit, whether it was a venue that I went to at night, whether it was a new conversation, a collaboration that I wanted to do with somebody who maybe. I knew would be a little closed off, but hey, I'm going to go for it anyway. Um, really just putting myself in these positions because I knew the day would come three months later, six months later, years down the road where now that would just be my vibe and I would be comfortable in the uncomfortable. I would find comfort in discomfort because I know that eventually I've done it so much that that's become the new me. And everything that I teach, everything that I do on a daily basis is about shedding the old and going into the new and becoming better, more upgraded, right? Like I, I've really recently watched a lot on the old gladiators from back in the day and how they would train and push themselves every day and put themselves in positions of disadvantage to get more comfortable. That way when they would go to the arena, even if it was a new arena, they were comfortable in that environment. It was very hostile and they would have three or four enemies thrown in front of them, but they were calm and they looked good. So those are the references that I look for because in modern times, 
we're not faced with life and death situations like that, but we have to force ourselves constantly to put ourselves mentally in a position where we almost feel that fight or flight in order to get used to it. So now when we're put in an uncomfortable position that's maybe not in our character or not of our beingness, it's okay because we've been in that position hundreds and thousands of times. So now we can feel comfortable in that moment of discomfort. Wow. Um, I have two more questions. One of the gifts that I want to really bring to those who come to the convention and what makes it so unique. First, it's elite edition. So it's only 33 participants, 12 legends in their own fields, and four entire days and venues. One of the venue, uh, thank you for being such a gracious host, will be at your place, your beautiful mansion on Sunday, where the focus will be business, wealth, and so on. So I want to provide a superior experience. My extended journey in self-help and spirituality has been phenomenal, yet I have found that there's a tendency to go strong in one direction at the mercy of another one. For example, the furthest I would go in spirituality, the more the topic of love, sex, romance became a taboo and touchy. On the other hand, if I would master social arts and the art of like, you know, being the king of the party, it may become a little shallow and lack a higher spiritual foundation. Or if uh, the primary focus would be work, then it may lack at the level of fitness. And yes, I certainly don't want to claim that we're the first one to really touch on all those different angles. I have realized and witnessed for many and realized the hard way for me that it's not complete until it's complete. Yes, there might be a season where the focus is primarily towards studying or preparing for competition or this or that, but it's got to be balanced with raising all aspects, otherwise, sooner or later, it comes short. You know, enough example of the successful businessman who is 50 or 60, and uh, it went down the drain. Uh, either he never really had someone, or he went through a terrible divorce, and that's taking everything from him. As a silly example, us, we stretch in all those directions. Now, I know that it's a model that you are very strong with because I see you on social media, you know, there you are boxing and then uh, I see you, there you are uh, teaching top real estate people and then uh, it's time to be social and you totally thrive. I mean, you know, you, you've reached a place where you could arrive in the hottest nightclub in Los Angeles, your arrival, your car, your presence and right away you own that environment. So recommendations to really register it that yes, you can specialize, but never at the mercy of mm -hmm. something else. And for us, we're gonna go full force. Part of the event will be to go from a um, hardcore seduction topic to then a spiritual sanctuary, to then talk business, to really stretch uh, almost like a star that's, or a sun that's shining 360. So your mindset this, at the level of keeping balance. One of the most important things, and I'm glad you brought this up, uh, I deal with this on a daily basis with 
all the people that I teach, and I'm constantly talking about it. And, you know, I, I think a, a, the main thing that we have to do is realize that it, the responsibility lies on us. Therefore, these different categories, you know, when we talk about uh, the social aspect, right, relationships, health, wealth, we have to prioritize those in a sense that, you know, from the, more, from the moment we wake up until the moment we go to sleep, something has to be done in those categories every day. And, and that's really the mindset that I have. So, you know, on Sunday evenings when I'm preparing my week, you know, every night when I recap my days and I'm looking at my schedule because, you know, I was always taught you're working in your business and in your life and then you're working on your life, mm. in, meaning you're doing the activities, you're going out and you're picking up, working on your social skills. You're working in your business, right, doing the activities, making the calls, meeting the people. Then early in the morning and late at night is when you work on it. You refine your systems. You, you, you take note of where you're at, where you need to put a little bit more time and a little bit more attention. You're strategizing, right? You're, you're adjusting things. You're, you're being flexible enough to change your approach if it's not working. And you're, you're looking at everything through a magnifying glass. And when you do that, it, it begins to flow. But it has to be prioritized. You have to have a schedule, and you have to take it 100% serious. I say every day my life is on the line. I need to do this. If I don't do this, my survival is at stake, and the life that I want to live and continue to grow with is not going to occur. It's not going to manifest if I don't prioritize these things. So I have a lot of working in my life and my businesses and everything, but I'm also working on them a lot and taking a look at it and planning them. You know, I ask people on Sunday nights, what do you have planned for the week? Is your schedule filled with these activities? And 99% of people tell me no. And that's one of the most elementary, simple, step one things that we've instructed people to do for decades, and they're still not doing it. So when we can buckle mm. down on those simple things, the basics, and, and, and really commit to it and prioritize it, instead of prioritizing Netflix and all those other things that we are, then we're really going to start seeing some massive changes and growth in all these areas. Before I ask you a twofold final question, and thank you again for your time, uh, Brian, you will find a link in the description of this podcast to potentially, possibly participate in this adventure that the Cosmic Code Convention is. And I know for many it may sound like uh, a little self-pitch there. I'll be absolutely straight up with you guys. The odds of, by the time you hear this, for a spot to still be available as we're reaching maximum capacity is very, very, very low. You could watch it remotely or ideally come and enjoy this adventure in lifestyle live with us in Hollywood. Six venues, 12 legends in their own fields, four entire day a format like no other of relocation of a dynamic where suddenly you're in a trance, you're taking a yoga class, you're working out, you're doing pickup on the street, you're writing a plan of action, you're breaking a board. So click on the link. You'll have the info. We always do a sliding scale because we are screening for candidates that know the power of being truly decisive. Regardless, I invite you to consider this an opportunity to embark on a journey for maximum growth. Cosmic Code for us represents, this means so many definitions of success in life. We're in 2019 at the time of this recording. What are some updated 
definitions of what would consist of a spectacular, well worth living life. And I pass it now to you, Brian, in conclusion, with first quick tip, because I know that give something to a busy person and they will get it done is one of the truest statements I've ever heard. And you're probably one of the busiest people I know. The 12 that will be there, we're all super busy. You always make the time. So a tip for those whose next challenge might be, sure, I would love to work out every day to do this, but I don't have the time. And then finally, your sense of how would you define a life worth living the redefinition of this in 2019? And great questions, Vince. The first thing is, you know, I, I truly believe that people have, um, they've bought their own, for lack of better words, they've bought their own bullshit story about their lives and, and, and what they think they are. And everything about them has now become the definition or description from somebody else instead of their own. You know, their, their self-worth has been defined by their, in, in quote, friends, their family members, their career path, and what they want to do to reach their fulfillment has, again, been given by society or someone else. There hasn't been enough self-analysis done. So somewhere inside, there's this idea that, oh, man, I really want to go to the cosmic code. But then the other voice in their head is their uncle who told them three years ago, ah, don't ever waste your money on, on, on those people. Everything is a scam. And they hold that outside opinion at the same level of worth or higher than their own word which to me has always been literally blasphemy. And I've told people, for you to really start to take charge and now lead into the second question that you asked about living a life worth living, you know, being successful, being fulfilled, your word has to be law. And if your word says, I'm going to the cosmic code, I want to hear Vince, I want to hear DC, I want to hear Arash, I want to hear you know, some of these other speakers, then that needs to be the action step. And when that is decided, you take action immediately because that's exactly what I've adopted, how I've lived my life, how you live your life, and all these speakers live their lives. And that's what allows us to continue to forge this new path to get to where it is that we want to go. And we're just getting started. So when you're looking at your life, listening to this podcast, if there's areas that you feel unsatisfied with, if there's areas that you feel like you're the puppet on strings, then it's time for you to take a stand, make a decision, take control, take responsibility, and do something about it. And to me, that's what it is, Vince. It's somebody who takes 100% responsibility for their life, their thoughts, their ideas, their actions, and executes. Someone who says, when I speak and I say I'm going to do this, when I tell my friend, my colleague, my brother, I'll be there, they do it, and they always come through. That, to me, is living a life worth living. And being, being able to protect and be loyal to your people, being able to achieve whatever it is that you, de uh, you desire to achieve from childhood to now, and not letting any superstition, force, or anything stop you from attaining and achieving the goal that you set out. That, to me, Vince, is living a life worth living. You were listening to one of the pre-Cosmic Code podcasts with Brian Casella, who will be there. If you click on the link that's provided with the description of this podcast to be there and quickly messages. You'll find us on social media or Vince at seductioncoaching.com to say that you heard about it while you were listening to uh, the podcast with Brian Casella. We'll add a couple bonus recording of an event that Brian and I had done 
some uh, time ago with some of our colleagues called uh, Elevate, okay? Uh, but do make sure that you mention that you heard the Brian Casella interview. Brian, that's top. You are top, and we're about to top it. So thank you. Thank you so much for the time, the wisdom, the strength, the determination, and everything that you bring to the plate. Good night, everyone. Thank you for listening. Thank you, Brian. Always an honor, brother. Thank you.